The following episode of The Humble and Fred Show is brought to you by The Chambers Point. No, 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 no. Hang on a second there, Freddie. Hang on. I know everyone's kind of wondering, why are we putting on a a show on New Year's Day? That's not in the... We weren't scheduled to be back until January 3rd. No, that's what our contract says, yeah. (laughs) But we had this notion. I got all excited on the holidays. I said, Fred, here's what we should do. And uh, Freddie agreed. And what we're going to do is something a little different. For you people that have been listening to us for a long time, a quarter century ago, we put out a CD called Number One in 97. And it's pretty silly and it's funny and it's filled with Humble and Fred stuff that I think people will enjoy hearing little bits of again. I think it started in uh, 1995, our campaign to be number one in 97, and we became number one in uh, 96, but still released the CD number one in 97. You follow? Yeah, it's it's something like that. The details are still a bit sketchy because, you know, we're older men now. But what we thought we would do for fun on New Year's, to ring in 2022, it occurred to us it's the 25th anniversary of us doing all this stuff we did years ago. So we thought we would present a show just like we did it in 1997. Music, the humble report, Freddie's sports comment, and everything else. So just sit back for a couple hours and enjoy Humble and Fred, number one in 97, 25 years later. Humble and Fred. Humble and Fred. Humble and Fred. The thing that makes us really different is how we think. Humble and Fred. What we believe is important. Humble and Fred. Humble and Fred. The ways we look at life. Humble and Fred. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, kids. It's Humble and Fred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Humble and Fred uh, on the uh, radio once again playing music uh, and talking over songs. 25 years later?
It's Fred. Humble and Fred. The Humble and Fred Show. Humbly, bumbly, and Fredly Wedley. Showsy Wozy. All right, we continue looking back on some of the nonsense we produced 25 years ago. You're going to hear from John Cusack coming up in a second. Carla Collins as well for Smash Mouth. Number one in 7 there's Smash Mouth and Walking on the Sun all the songs we're going to play today we decided would be from 1997 or did you say or before 97 Yeah leading up to 97 but mostly around 97 yeah yeah, well, I went through them, and it, it seems like I can't think of any of the ones that we've chosen. we got a lot of great music uh, that we put together, and um, this uh, this program is still sponsored, though. Fred, of course, number one in 97, brought to you by... 
Number one in 97, 25 years later, brought to you in part by the Retirement Sherpa. For all your retirement needs and a wealth of advice about getting and keeping wealth and planning a better retirement, go to retirementsherpa.com. You know, you were uh, saying, or just as we started the show, about the origin of the CD. Um, and it, it's funny because I was thinking about it. Like When I came back from the mix in 1992, we decided that we would make some grand declaration about if you I think the thing was we said if you could stick with us for five years that was our thing we I think we said we're not any good now but if you give us five years we promise we'll be number one in 97 and it seemed like a long way away at the time right oh of course yeah when you're that age in that position yeah in radio that's a long time yeah and it seemed like kind of a ridiculous thing to say because we thought, oh, well, you know, we may not even have a show. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you got it mostly right. But I, there was a point where we actually became number one. I think it was the fall of 95. It could have been the spring of 96. But it, we actually had this meeting. And I remember our boss and I and you talking like, well, we're number one now, but maybe we shouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's wrecking our bit. <laughs> That's right. Only mm-hmm. you and I could have a bit where by being successful it would screw it up now help me with this timeline by the time 97 rolled around were we still number one you'd know better than me you know that's a really good question the the only reason i can answer it is this i remember stern started in the fall of 98 and when he started we were still number one men and women 18 to 34 year olds so I think, yes, the answer is we were probably still number one. Holding on. Holding on. And then, and then of course, Stern came and everything you know, changed. Um, we got lots of little bits from the CD that we're going to play. If, if you've got the CD, we won't play the entire bits because they're quite long. And we wanted to play lots of music and have the show have a feel like it used to. And this first bit we're going to play has got a little bit of John Cusack and Fred and I talking. But at the beginning... This is how it be. Remember whenever Carla comes on the show, she says, you guys mm-hmm. used to shit talk me all the time. Which we did. <laughs> yes. But it, it's, among, among others. Yes. You know, when you hear this, the reason I'm laughing is I listened to it a couple times yesterday. It's just so infantile. So here I am. I'm a 30, I don't know, six year old man. You're 40 or something. 20, 25 years ago, we were just a couple of kids. Come on. Well, I, well you know what? Wait, when you hear this, you'll, it sounds like we are. So here's, humble, here's how it all started with Humble and Fred uh, making fun of Carla. Ours is right out of hand. What did she do? Well, okay, the cutesy, putesy, tootsy shtick is way too, worn way too thin. On E now or on World Beat? On everything. But maybe we can have Carla on the show and she can do her cutesy, putesy, tootsy act with us. And we'll use the stun gun. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, but here's the thing. We, we propose only using an incremental stun gun. <laughs> Just to disable people. her a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, It would kids. be from awful close range. Oh, yeah. We'd hardly knock her over. <laughs> We just, we just pin her to her chair for a second. <laughs> nice. And uh, there's this other one, too, that the royal family rigged this. because yeah. uh, They put the hit on. They put the hit on because they couldn't stand the fact that the boys might eventually have an Egyptian stepdad, and you just can't have that. That would sully everyone's image Egyptian for whatever reason. Egyptian Muslim or right. whatever. But it's right. okay for their boy's father to marry a horse. So, <laughs> Yeah, hi, who is this? We're trying, to, we're trying to move on with our program here. Who is this? Uh, hi, this is Johnny Cusack. John, 
Yeah, I just wanted to tell you about this movie that I made. And yeah. I just wanted, I don't know, give it a plug if I could. Oh. It's called Gross Point Blank. Really? And I just want, I don't know if you've heard about it or if it's, uh, you know, it's been all... It's, you know, people have gotten the word out in Toronto. <laughs> well, see, yesterday was great. We had John on the show, and he was here for like 90 minutes. But, uh, you know, John, we have other concerns, you know. We must move you on. Got, your, movie's, you other your movie's great. The soundtrack is superb. We know that, John. Well, what about me as a person? I mean, do you like me? Humble and fed are the morning eyes. They really whack, no big surprise. Because the brains are mushy and the bums are soft. It's the fabulous humble and... So much time to sit and think about myself And then there she was Like double cherry pie Yeah, there she was Like disco superfly I smell sex and candy hair Who's that lounging in my yeah. Who's that casting deep stairs in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. Yeah. Yeah, Mama, this surely is a dream. Humble and Fred, as we look back on uh, our show the way it used to be, and just like it used to be, Freddie, your sports comment is coming up here in a second. Yeah, it's all about the Leafers. You know, still got a lot to prove to this guy. This could actually have been a comment from 25 years ago. Here's Flagpole Center, number one in 97. I had visions, I was in them, I was looking into the mirror. 
Yes, uh, flagpole sitter Harvey Danger on the Humble and Fred show, just like it was back in the old days, Freddie P. Um, yeah. What was the... What was the... I really don't know the answer to this. I was thinking about this song the last couple of days cause when, since you sent me this list. What was the song you did? The uh, parody song of that? Yeah, it was about the Leafs. Flagpole sit in. It was, you know, I'm the guy who picked the Leafs to finish first in the, the Northeast. And then it went on about all sorts of Maple Leaf failures and uh, <laughs> and halfway accomplishments. Well, yes. But what was, so it wasn't Flagpole Sitter. What was it? It was... Uh, the actual name of it, I, I don't know, Leaf Sitter. Or, I don't remember. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what it, that's what happens in 25 years. Number one in 97, 25 years later, brought to you by GigSky, with mobile data plans available in over 190 countries. Um, go to GigSky.com and put in the promo code HF2021, that still works, for $5 off your first plan. Now, I wanted to get you some music here for your, um, for your sports comment. And do, you, do you remember what we used to play before? I mean, was there a distinctive... I no, I don't think we played any music prior to the sports comment, did we? I don't know. Well, maybe we'll do a little bit of this. All right. Um, and normally, it was, was it brought to you by Labatt at the time? Oh yes, for many many years, Labatt's uh, yeah was uh, was this was the sponsor of the sports comment. All right, well, why don't how we... I got to go on so many sports <laughs> trips over the years? Okay, why not once again? And now with his sports comment, brought to you by Labatt. Here's Freddie P. Hey, with any luck after their collective battle with goddamn COVID, the Toronto Maple Leafs will get back to action this week. Right now, they sit with a record of 28-2, and two, which is rather impressive. Uh, second in their division and fourth overall. Now, a sucker might get carried away with it all, but not me, not this guy. I've been up this road before. Nothing beyond making the playoffs means anything with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They could finish first in their division, uh, finish first overall. Uh, they could win the President's Trophy. They could set a record for the greatest regular season in the history of the sport. But it will mean nothing, nothing. It will mean nothing until they accomplish something, anything in the playoffs. I don't care if Austin Matthews scores 100 goals a season. Doesn't matter if Mitch Marner gets 200 assists and Jack Campbell doesn't give up another goal this season. All that matters is the playoffs. Leafs haven't won a playoff series in 15 years, and after last year's embarrassing debacle, any Leaf fan is well within their right to yawn for the rest of this entire regular season. This current collection has shown themselves to be regular season world beaters, but postseason dog boners. Uh, it's no longer the responsibility of the fans to show faith. It's the responsibility of this team to show some guts. For number one in 97, I'm Fred Patterson. As we continue coming up, we wondered back in 97 what it would sound like if we were the top show in Israel. First, a little Our Lady Peace. This is Clumsy. Number one in 97, 25 years later. radio, suitcase, keeps you awake. Hide the telephone, telephone, telephone in case. You realize that sometimes you're just not okay. 
that And this is the Humble and Fred show. Always been a little bit clumsy. And of course, today, no exception as we look back on this CD thing that we did 25 years later. Uh, earlier, I should say. And it's 25 years later now. Um, of course, this program is still you know part of the Humble and Fred family. And it's brought to you by... 
Hey, the Chamber Plan, the most comprehensive insurance plan for small business, enjoyed by over 30,000 Canadian companies. Uh, for more information, go to chamberplan.ca. You know, um, earlier we were talking about, you know, how we were doing as a radio uh, entity back in 1997, the year before Stern came to town. And we've talked a little bit about that on the, actually quite a bit about it on our actual podcast, but, you know, when we did this CD, we were, this was kind of, if we had a peak, <laughs> maybe, maybe we never had a big peak, but this definitely would have been the peak of our Toronto morning radio popularity. And you know what was really cool about doing a CD, Howard, is the fact that people had CD players. That's right. Like they were actually, like that was probably the primary source of music in the home at the time. People had CD players. Remember that? And, you know, in their cars, in the home. So it was really cool to be part of that world. No, I, I, I agree. I remember when we actually got the discs, you know, mm-hmm. from the record company. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I, neither of us will remember, but I think we did a couple of thousand copies of it. Because remember when they sent, gave us that little fake certified Yes. Not platinum, whatever, tin. Tin. Certified tin. (laughs) Because we got a thousand copies sold or something. But I remember thinking when we got the CD, Freddie, that it was a pretty cool, like, item to have in your hand. It was pictures of us and all our bits. And then uh, years later, we would, uh, people would send us pictures. They'd be, like, in record stores, and we'd be in the bargain bin for, like, 50 cents (laughs) and stuff like that, remember? But, hey, still, it it, it held its some value through the years. My favorite is people stopped sending us pictures of us in the record store, and then it was, like, the dollar store, and then it was some homeless guy. Um, It's funny, because when when I was putting this all this audio together the last couple of days i was gonna when i first called you i thought oh i just get because i don't have a copy of the cd here and i thought oh i'll just grab one and then i was talking to you and i'm like dude i don't have anything in my house that could play a cd right now nothing no computer i don't have a cd player my car doesn't have one and reminiscing a bit um before he moved i think to st Catharines, danger boy our producer at the time jason barr brought me over a whole box of number one of 97 cds and i still got half a box here nice so yeah well you know still what sitting Maybe on them we can talk about this if you, you know if you had enough if you had a a couple we could actually give away maybe yeah. You know, we can talk about it when we get back to the regular nonsense on uh, January 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, um, yeah, so let's so we, we chose some of the bits. Just It wasn't just about the CD, but it was about the idea of, of maybe doing uh, a show that was reminiscent of the show we did way back when. And I thought we'd play a few bits that were on the show uh, somewhere between 1992 and 1997. This is when you and I were wondering what it would be like if we were the top show in Israel. Just think if we were the top morning show in Israel, we'd, you know, be in front of the cam this morning with the wall behind us doing our thing, wouldn't we? Huh? That's right. <laughs> it's Yoshien Vichuki. <laughs> uh, Lori Graham is here. She will go on the record for uh, saying that ballroom dancing is stupid. <laughs> As an Olympic sport. Thank you. That's, that's as an Olympic sport. But as, as a pastime on a Friday night down at the Corner Cafe, it's fun. <laughs> where, do you, where do you live that there, A, is a Corner Cafe, where, B, they have ballroom dancing on Friday night, C? All right. Man. Came to my head. Yeah. Like, what if something crazy happened? And, you know, like, 
like everyone in the world hasn't tried everything, and you try this, and it 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 turns out like you're like some quirky idiot savant of snowboarding, and you're it's everywhere. going to become an Olympic event. I become an Olympic hero. Yeah. And I go down in Canadian history. It's one of the best ever. And they make a TV movie of your life, and it stars Andrew Schultz from Side Effects, and it's it's great. And then they find steroids in my system, and everything falls apart. Yeah, and they start to, taking your pee, and they're testing it. I become a street person, and, and nobody hears from me again. That's right. You're sitting there on a, on a snowboard on Young Street, <laughs> playing a harmonica. And then I become the best harmonica player that ever world. was. They make this is Humble and Fred. All right, the uh, hilarity will continue. Humble reports coming up. Also, of course, uh, a whole section on farting. First December, Collective Soul. Why drink the water from my hand? Contagious as you think I am. Just took my son towards your domain You can't run it over again Yeah. 
That's Collective Soul and December. It's uh, Humble and Fred. I, I got to tell you, so far, we've only done like, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. And already I have forgotten, well, two things. I'd forgotten the. there's a different kind of pressure or excitement or whatever you want to say doing this kind of show because you, you know the song's going to end. You've only got a couple minutes to say something. And then the, you know, the pace is different than we normally do it. I'd say. I mean, yeah. And, you know, you're at our studio. I'm in my basement in uh, Brampton. Yeah. And the urgency that I'm feeling is like something I haven't felt in years, Howard. Well, yeah, the, that's a great word for it. It's urgency. And I just and I want to say, for the record, I know, if you've been listening so far, I know I've walked every intro. I'm just a little out of practice. Even though yesterday you're going to think this is nerdy of me. But yesterday I recorded a bunch of stuff because I wanted to make sure the levels were right. And I'm still not 100 percent. And I was practicing. <laughs> this is going to sound dumb. But I was practicing introducing songs because I haven't done it for so long. Right. You know, it's a different rhythm and, and the kind of thing that we do now. It's just so relaxed and so comfortable. Well, walking the songs is somewhat charming <laughs> oh yeah yeah it is yeah, is that right mr program director well you're being <laughs> i mean you're being very honest i mean it's something i never ever had to do in my career so you well, get nothing but sympathy uh, sympathy from this end well i'm gonna try again so uh we're gonna so here's the thing it, this would be sort of pretending like the end of an hour even though it's only 40 minutes so at the, what a lot of people will listen to when they listen to our show and i think boone even brought this up if you heard us in the 90s, at least once a week, maybe more, we would get to the end of an hour and we would have blown through our allotment and we would be late for the news. And it was kind of like a, you know, a battle cry in our show, was, which was play song two because it was less than two minutes and it would time us out to the top of the hour. So here we go, Freddie. It wouldn't be the show from the 1990s without some of this. Freddie's uh, got Mr. Goohead coming up today talking about... Oh, the time change, the time change. It's a classic. So is this. Song 2 in Blur.
Always Humble and Fred. You know, one of our favorite bits was when our producer would record us off the air swearing and, you know, saying horrible things. Kind of like the show now. You're going to hear that next. First Tragically Hip, number one in 97. First thing we climb a tree And maybe then we talk Or sit silently And listen to our thoughts the Illusions of someday in a golden light No dress rehearsal This is our Hip number one in 97, 25 years later, is brought to you by the revolutionary watch from Health Gauge, designed to improve all aspects of your day to day existence. Go to healthgauge.com and put in the promo code Humble and Fred HG for 15% off at checkout. 
So the last time you and I, we were sort of talking about this before we started recording, that we did a, a radio show like this. For some reason, I completely forgot about our Kingston experience. I thought it was back in the summer of... 2005 at the mix, but we did sort of a jockey show at uh, at Kingston for quite a while. Yes, but um, you know, don't beat yourself up. Very forgettable, um, <laughs> uh, from my perspective. So was the mix. Uh, very forgettable. But but you're right. Uh, the last time we were in this situation was sitting in Etobicoke doing a morning show, uh, beamed back to Kingston. It was. You know, I, I just, you know, it's funny you, you think we've been talking a lot about the last couple of years of our podcast and, and how it's gotten more successful. And, and we've had a great year in, in 2021, thanks to our sponsors and our support, the fans and things, if we can say fans. I always think it's, it sounds weird when you and I talk about fans, but <clears throat> excuse me. Say yeah. enthusiasts. But I sometimes forget, like for about eight months, you know, we got up and went to our office did a radio show in another city and then hit mm-hmm. record again and did a whole other podcast. Yeah. So in that morning show was three hours, I believe, was it? Or three and a half. Yeah. Um, to Kingston. And you're right. And then we would do the better part of 90 minute podcast. So that's harder than we worked ever in our life. No, I was going to say that. And this was only eight years ago. We weren't young men. You know what it shows, though? It really does show that we were not just desperate for money because we were, but we were willing to do whatever it took to sort of keep ourselves current. And you've mentioned this uh, before. So have I about how we kind of were really hoping to get a radio show. Oh yeah. Out of this podcast experiment. Yeah. The whole idea of doing the podcast is we'll put it out there. Somebody, someone will hear us and, and hire us to do a, a morning show, which they did, but really, honestly, we weren't thinking Kingston. We were thinking uh, Toronto. And, I mean, really, we had to get serious about the whole thing because it was either continue to do what we loved and take one last shot at it or maybe end up doing a job that we didn't want to do. Like I've mentioned, I would have nightmares about working at <laughs> Leon's and and that and that's serious. I know, um, I know. And the reason I laugh, you, and you had, you know, and I, what was that, whatever was going on in your mind at the time? Well, I would have done one of two things. I would have probably continued producing corporate videos, which I enjoyed. I mean, I did a different job than this. It was pretty tedious at times. Or I would have, you know, probably. And I'm being serious. I would have applied to Zoomer Radio or something like that, or maybe taken another crack at talk radio in another form. Uh, anyway, as I mentioned be, before with a, a couple of songs there, you know, one of our favorite bits, and it's ironic now because it, we called it Humble and Fred Raw, but it was basically our producer, Jason at the time, Danger Boy, would record us in the studio during the songs, which we always thought was actually the, the best show that we were doing because we could mm-hmm. say anything we wanted and, you know, just be goofballs and swear kind of like what we do now and then we would play it back with all the swear words beeped now i can't remember if this one has beeped swear words or not but it's a look behind the scenes of you and i 25 years ago on the edge hi how are you good what what what, what are we missing here hello yeah what can you hear me yes hi okay tell us about it man Uh oh why what do you want why are you calling 
I got the information on Canadian Steel for you guys. Great, hang on a second. Grade 9 geography, I paid attention. Okay, hang on a second. Okay. Douches, I hate the douches on the car phone, huh? Hey, Mr. Your friend of mine. Give me uh, 15 seconds with this guy, Jason. Okay? Sure. The only difference. Anyway, so I get out and I'm in a fucking blind rage. I'm just like shaking. Go to my car. Fuck Wad. Parks next to me. This close to my car. There's all these spaces. Some fucking arrogant prick puts a dent in my car with his door. So I left a note on his windshield. The asshole. You left the dent on my door with your car door. You're lucky I wasn't there to see it, you prick. Exclamation. And then I got in my car. I was so fucking mad. Grabbed my fucking door. I went, you know what? Fuck it. And I gave his car a dent. He's not going to Like my story? An angry Greek woman. Never fuck with an angry Greek woman. I had um, I had hot peppers yesterday on a submarine. Mm-hmm. Hot peppers on you the didn't submarine. Go for pork? No, I didn't. Sure. Had hot peppers on the submarine. Yeah. And just now came shooting out my ass. Sandra, you know what I'm talking about? Shooty baby. Shoot. This is Humble and Fred.
Fastball and the way this is the Humble and Fred show number one in 97, 25 years later. Um, I don't know if we meant to do this, uh, but the track list you sent me. Think about what we've played so far. Flagpole Sitta, Sex and Candy, and now Fastball and the way. They're kind of all, you know, sort of one off one hit wonders or. Yeah, but sort of. I don't want to say signature songs, but, you know, during that era, I mean, those were big, big songs. Huge. And uh, and I guess at the time, people expected more from, from those bands, but never really materialized. You know, it's funny because, you know, part of the impetus to do this, you know, I got all excited about it. Part of it was because I've been listening to a lot of Lithium on um, Sirius. And all these songs that we're playing, including Marcy Playground, it came on the other day. And, you know, it's like, sure, because we're old, but, you know, you know the words to all those songs. And um, when I was uh, putting some uh, songs together the other day for this, you know, I actually Googled, like, uh, hottest songs of 97, top new rock songs 97. Yeah. Because you can't can't remember them all. And uh, these songs popped up. I mean, uh, The Way by Fastball was a big song in 97. Yeah, huge. Um, the name of the song, speaking of which, you know, I, 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 I thought I had the song for Goohead's intro. Oh, I do. There I have it. Uh, it's, it took me a while. Me and Boone were trying to figure, I should have called you because you'd know. But I was talking to him and I said, oh, by the way, what is the name of the song for Freddie or for Goohead's intro? And we were both, we thought it was Alan Parsons. It's actually Alan Price. From the soundtrack, Oh Lucky Man. What and was when, that? You've told me this before, but what well, was it? When we were kids, Delise loved that album. Um, the soundtrack from, I don't know whether it was a movie or it was a play. I Honestly, I don't know, but she loved that album. So I used to listen to it and, the, and that song always stuck with me. And when you were, did you decide, say, when, when Goohead was being put together, you would record them, and then did you say to the whoever you were working with, hey, we should have some music as an intro? Right. And the words to that song, more or less, you know, well, the intro, the words, as, you know, uh, uh, you know, things go wrong. Okay. Basically, is what the, the words to that intro um refer to so i just thought it worked i remembered the song i thought it was neat i thought it applied so we used it and i don't know how many times you know countless number of times when the song would end and i would say and now it's time for 
Just a bluebird singing by your window pane And the sun shines bright all day through Don't forget, boy, look over your shoulder Cause there's always someone coming after you And then I would come on the end and say, oh, poor Mr. Goohead, uh, all mixed up Freddie, what was his problem? to make reservations for dinner, but the time change had them all screwed up. Yes, I was wondering if you could help me. Yep. I would like to make reservations for Sunday. Oh, you want to make it right now? Yes, I will, please. Okay, your name, please? Mr. Goohead. Now, what time should I come? Okay. Depends, uh, what time do you want to come in? Pardon me? It's up to me, it's up to you. Well, I would like the reservations to be for 6 o'clock, but with the time change to Saturday night, does that mean I have to show up at 7 o'clock? It doesn't matter the time change or not, but it depends what time they come in, right? Okay, I want to come at 6. You want to come at 6, so you come at 6, then. So should I show up at 7? How can you show up at 7, then? If you want 6, you have to come at 6. No, but with the time change... Oh, the time change doesn't matter. So you want at 7, you can come at 7. Okay? So then I would show up at 8 then. No, no, no. Okay, when you set up the call one hour earlier to the, this week, right? Yes. So you make a restoration at uh, 5. So you can come at 5. So then I would show up at 6? If you make a restoration at 7, you should come at 7. Not 8, okay? 7, 7. So you're telling me to come at 7? Yeah, if you make a seven, you come at seven. So that's really six. No. When you make a six, you come at six. That six, you said, it means five. It means in the winter time. If it's summertime, it's a six. Okay, you got it? So I come at five. Why does everyone always hang up on me? This is Humble and Fred. All right. Here's another song that would be kind of like a one-hit wonder, but I've always loved this record. It's Ben Folds 5, and this is Brick, number one in 97, 25 years later. 6 a.m., day after Christmas, I throw some clothes on in the dark. The smell of cold, car seat is freezing. World is sleeping, I am up the stairs to her apartment. She is balled up on the couch. Mom and Dad went down to Charlotte.
number one in 97. 25 years later, that's Ben Folds 5. Kind of ironic, that song now. Fred, you can't play that song in Texas after six weeks of pregnancy. <laughs> really? I like that joke. Well, it's an abortion song. Um, anyhow, uh, we weren't going to do, we decided we weren't going to do anything, you know, anything too current here on this show uh, today. Uh, still to come, though, we'll be uh, doing the Humble Report as well. There's a couple more uh, surprises. Uh, this We couldn't look back at 25 years ago without uh, a little snippet of uh, a bit that we really liked doing at the time, but it's one of those things I, I think... I listened to it. It's the religious hockey one. And that's coming up. I'm not sure if it stands the test of time, but it was a pretty fun bit for us to do years ago, and so we'll hear that as well. Oh, you know what? That's one of the bits that we did that I still, to this day, am most proud of. Um, or, you know, one of the things I'm most proud of that I'll, uh, I always remember doing. Because at the time, it really... It really hit home at the time. The issue at the the issues at the time. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, play by play uh, announcer had referred to Matthew Schneider as the only Jewish player in the NHL, and apparently this should hit the fan. Over there. <laughs> it it came it came from that. It did well. So that was uh, a bit, and I and I I was very proud of it at the time as well. We we were, we thought it was kind of cutting edge, but of mm-hmm. course. You know, another, well, more than once, uh, Fred and I would, you know, find the discussion of uh, passing gas, you know, quite funny. Farting. Felt so bad when I heard you had a crampy stomach. <laughs> I had to laugh. Over I said to Freddie, I said, you know, how you doing? Oh, I had a crampy stomach. And I thought, well, what's wrong with the other 364 days? <laughs> Days of the year. Anyway, so this one, this was blockage. (laughs) A rare freshwater tortoise that breathed through its mouth on land, but uh, through its rear end went underwater. (laughs) Here we go. Pardon me. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Where? Here we go. Well, did you want to? Did you want to do the joke or uh, should no, I? No, no. Fred's very similar. I can't that's wait why, to hear. Her. That's why Fred never. That's why Fred never goes swimming after lunch. Jump in Lake Ontario, end up in Buffalo. That's right. What is that? Some kind of new sidu? No, that's Fred. It's a motor. I'm skiing. I'm skiing behind Fred. See, I knew it was coming. Oh, look at all the fun we used to have talking about farting. Oh, farts. You gotta love them, Howard. <laughs> That'll be our legacy. You know, long after we're gone, your grandkids, my grandkids will be like, wow, they really talked a lot about farting. And played some great music. Radiohead, Karma Police number one in 97.
As we look back at uh, life as we knew it for many, many years, disc jockey, sports guy, our show came together. We talked, I don't know, three or four times an hour. What would be our longest break back in those days? Will we talk for a couple minutes at a time? Yeah. If we went like three to four, we'd hear about it. And that was sort of a pet peeve of ours. We always wanted to talk more and we're told to talk less. But, you know. The the business evolves. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, my sense, I for some reason, again, listening back to the, some of the bits over the last couple of days, it seemed to me like we did get sort of three or four minutes would have been the warning track. And then once we got to five minutes, then we get in, you know, shit at the end of the show. And I, I always give the example of, how, I remember the conversation when, after we had Dave Grohl on, and I think it went six minutes. And I remember arguing, like it's Dave Grohl. He drum- He was the drummer in Nirvana. <laughs> Should right. shouldn't surely we can talk to him for five or six minutes? But our program director at the time, Stuart, remember he's what was his line? Uh, that bit better be better than the next record or whatever. Yeah. 
uh, you know, the I don't mind, you know, as long as the bit is better than the record. Which is and, kind uh, of unfair. Yes. Like, you know, because that was his whole thing. Is this bit going to be better than, you know, uh, ahead by a century? Well, probably not when you put it that way. But, you know, in the moment when somebody's driving to work, they might want to, you know, I don't in the know. Moment. In the moment. That's in the it. moment. Exactly. In the moment, hour. So that was our sort of thing. And, and I know we've talked a lot about this on the real show that we do now. The fact that one of the gratifying things for both of us is that we are able to handle longer conversations with people. And the show has changed and evolved over 25 years. Especially, like I said, I'm getting the, even doing the show this way now. It's got a weird kind of a energy to it that is, reminds me of being a, you know, a 30-year-old or whatever we were. No, it's a great point. I, I'm the same way. I'm sitting here with butterflies that I haven't had in uh, some time. And again, it gets back to the word we used earlier, urgency, where all the elements are there and you have to bang, bang, bang on time. And uh, yeah, it's a different beast than what we're doing now. Uh, but, you know, we could have made our lives a lot easier back in the day if we could do this. Then all those elements wouldn't have uh, sort of backed up on <laughs> no, That's right. Um, okay, before we get uh, going again, I just want everyone to know this is number one in 97, 25 years later, brought to you by... Hey, Bodog, uh, your number one source of online gambling entertainment. You know, Bodog has been providing Canadian players with an unparalleled gaming experience since 1994. It's time for the Humble Report. Now, here is your anchor, Humble Howard. All right, our top story. Anti-vaxxers continue to be most affected by the latest novel coronavirus mutation. That sentence is like one of those memes. Tell me it's 2022 without telling me it's 2022. Anti-vaxxers also continue to believe the earth is flat. JFK Jr. is going to be vice president. January 6th was a love-in. And Donald Trump will one day not be an asshole. The Humble Report. Speaking of which, Joe Rogan said recently his sold-out Vancouver show in April probably be cancelled due to BC's vaccine mandates. Rogan said, I don't think I can even get into the country. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I have antibodies. I don't get it. No, Joe, I'm sure you don't. He went on to say he also is confused by many other sciencey things like research, facts, and common fucking sense. The Humble Report. And finally, more temperature records were broken in BC Monday as most of the province remains blanketed by extreme cold and Arctic outflow warnings. Frigid temperatures saw Vancouver's record break when it got as low as minus 15. Ooh. Meanwhile, the rest of the country had little sympathy for the West Coasters, saying simply, Suck it, hippies. Maybe now you'll stop posting pictures of you golfing in February. The Humble Report.
Interstate Love Song. Uh, all the songs that Freddie uh, chose, uh, as you said earlier, kind of 1997 or you know prior to that. But it turns out most of them like that are from 1997. Um, I, I, I must say, I mean, you still got it, eh? When it comes to spinning <laughs> the discs and talking around them, you really do. And uh, boy, that humble report brought back memories too. I, I told you, I, I still think there's a place for that in the in the current day podcast. But you know, something we can talk about. Well, thank you on both of those parts. I, I can tell you, I was very, as you know, when I called you the other day, I was so excited about doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest too, for selfish reasons, because. You know, I just thought, what would it be like if I had to back sell songs and introduce songs and try and keep it all in order? And I, uh, I prefer, I prefer what we do now. To be honest with you, I know, but I, you know, I hope like Stu Jeffries doesn't listen to this, or you know, or maybe Derringer because they're thinking, oh my goodness, look at this guy <laughs> yeah. just waiting in the wings. Oh, that's right. They're really worried, mm-hmm. ready, um, to, ready to topple us. That's right. I don't know. You know what? I, I was as we've been doing this and we're recording it in real time, meaning that, you know, we're not editing a lot of stuff. I mean, I screwed up a couple of times, but we're sitting here through the songs and a couple of times I'm like, I'm glad I don't do this anymore because it's a lot of waiting around. Uh, but I am yeah, glad something uh, mm-hmm. it, I am glad that we are supported by some of the uh, the finest folks. Number one in 97 is brought to you by doers, the world's most comfortable pants for men and women. Go to doer.ca and put in the promo code humble and that's A N D humble and Fred fifteen for fifteen percent off at checkout. 
Now, as you mentioned, this the, the impetus for this bit that we did that became one of our more famous bits, certainly through the uh, late 90s when this thing was sort of, you know, in the news. It started because of a guy. Was it really Jiggs McDonald? I believe so. Yes. And during a Hockey Day in Canada broadcast made reference to the fact that Matthew Schneider was the only or one of oh, the only yeah. Jewish players in the NHL. And that became a thing. Not so much was he criticized other than do you really need to identify one's religion when right. you're calling a hockey game? That was the question at the time. And I think, again, it's been a couple a day or so since I edited this. But basically, our premise was what if everyone was identified? What? The Jew comes over the blue line and lets one go. Oh, he's one of a handful of Jews in the league. You know, they don't like pork. But that was a beautiful save by the Catholic goaltender. It's as though he was catching a communion biscuit at a Sunday service. Okay, the puck goes into the corner. The Hindu has it, but the Muslim steals it. A pass in front of the Sikh. He shoots off the post. Amazing how the Muslim and Sikh are working together. Especially when you consider the Sikh as a Kirpan under his Cooper roll. Play picks up again. The Protestant feeds a pass to the Seventh-day Adventist. Drops it back to the Jehovah's Witness. Slap shot. Oh, just wide. Ooh, action is getting intense here. The Jehovah's Witness has been knocking on the door all night. The Mooney, he dishes the puck off to the Hare Krishna. Over to the Branch Davidian. Back to the Mooney. Hare Krishna, Branch Davidian. Mooney, Krishna, Mooney, Krishna, Mooney, Krishna. Scores! I'll tell you, that Branch Davidian is really setting this league on fire. Just a reminder to our viewers coming up on our second intermission, a priest, a minister, and a rabbi, and of course, Pope's Corner. H for humble, he's slappy, happy, wappy. F for Freddy, he's fruity, tooty, wacky. Humble and Freddy, there with you and your Betty.
Foo Fighters, of course, and ever long. And this is the Humble and Fred show still going strong after all these years. This is number one in 97, 25 years later, brought to you by... Is brought to you by Canna Cabana with over 100 locations across Canada. Cabana Club members can enjoy our unbeatable selection of cannabis and accessories at lower prices every day. Go to CannaCabana.com. All right, we're going to be uh, wrapping things up here. Uh, but before we do, what I thought we would do is just listen to how we ended the CD 25 years ago. This Humble and Fred compact disc recording has now come to a completion. But has it? Is there more? But has it? Is there more? But has it? Is there more? Check the, uh... Listen to Humble and Fred for a special bonus track. X. Listen to Humble and Fred for a special bonus track. Special for you. We remind you that this digital audio recording is non-transferable. For all kinds of Humble and Fred paraphernalia and memorabilia, use it. For all kinds of Humble and Fred paraphernalia and memorabilia, visit the Humble and Fred Hall of Fame. Construction to be completed pending financial backing 2008. And remember, you can catch Humble and Fred seven days a week on Ugly Guy TV. Ugh. Till next time, we'll just say goodbye. Uh, see ya. Bye. See you later. Uh, uh, hasta la vida. Done. So, uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, thanks. What's the weather going to be like? It's sucky. Shitty. I mean, lousy. It's going to be that good, eh? Lousy. Okay. I've ever done that. It's sucky. Shitty. I mean, lousy. It's sucky. Shitty. I mean, lousy. Isn't that uh, a that's beautiful... the first time I've ever There you go. There's a beautiful moment in the Humble and Fred show. we got to make room on the CD for that. And, uh, oh, here, this is one of those songs, it's funny, because I didn't realize it did this little stutter start. But as we finish out, here's Green Day. Time of your life, number one in 97. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. So take the photographs and still friends in your mind. Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life
something unpredictable But in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life It's humble, it's Fred. Humble and Fred. The Humble and Fred Show. Humbly, bumbly, and Fredly Wedley. Shows he will. You know, I, I thought I'd put that on at the end, just again, because we didn't have a chance to acknowledge that was one of our favorite, favorite guys that ever did stuff for us. A guy named Norm Spencer. And he passed away. Uh, that was one of my favorite IDs. Yeah, he was a good one. He was a great one, Norm Spencer. Yeah, died this year. Yeah, and uh, we thought we would uh, finish off with that. And just like every other show we've done in the last 10 years, we thought we would uh, say uh, thanks again for listening. This is more of the normal extra. Uh, Happy New Year, Fred. Same to you, Howard. All the best in 2022, and hopefully we can get rid of the masks. Uh, that's right. And we will be back uh, on January 3rd with all new episodes of the current number one podcast, at least produced in Etobicoke by old people. And thanks again. We'll see you soon. Just clap your hands. Where's